Hey mama, is the number one dream in your heart to have more time to be present with your kids? Do you wish you could be present enough to help create and instill godly character? Yet you are so busy with work, drowning in the to-dos, the laundry, and the carpool lines. Hi, I'm Michelle, a mom to three energetic kids, wife to an amazing guy, and daughter of the king. For years, I tried to manage my home while struggling to still have time to pour into my kids. The guilt was overwhelming and the to-do list just kept growing. And I was completely overwhelmed and stressed until I realized that I could create systems in my life and my motherhood that would change everything. In this podcast, you will learn time management, batching, habit stacking, setting boundaries, home organization, outsourcing, and you better believe we are going to be dishing out some chores so we can create hours of intentional time to pour into our kids since that is our number one priority as vibrant moms. Grab that lukewarm coffee. Let's stop time. Hello, friends. Today, we're going to talk about five easy habits of highly organized people. (laughs) It can seem overwhelming to think about organizing your home or your day, especially if organization doesn't come naturally to you. Today, I want to talk about how to make it easier to be organized, to manage your day so that you can balance all the things. As a mom, we have so many things on our plate. We have work, and kids, and home, and schedules, and doctor's appointments, and dentist appointments, and going to the library, and homework, and the list just goes on. I haven't even mentioned meal planning, or clothes, or shopping, all the things, right? So it can be really hard to stay on top of all of that. You can feel so much like you're drowning, or just exhausted. So today, I just want to talk about five easy habits that hopefully it will help you be a little bit more organized and a bit more structured, but that will be easy to take into account. And I don't want you to be overwhelmed. So if you just pick one of these and go for one of them, you're doing a fabulous job. So don't be overwhelmed. These should be easy, but if you have trouble, pick one, or you can always grab a coaching session with me. I work with clients all the time to help them map out their week and find more time and kind of get organized and take a deep breath. So feel free. If you'd like, you can come on over to my website, birdmichelle.com, B-Y-R-D-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E.com. I would love to come hang out with you. So Without further ado, let's jump in. For me, organization has always come really easy, but because of that, it's really hard to identify what things need to be changed, what things maybe that I'm doing that aren't really as helpful organizationally as they could be. As I was thinking about it, I just started thinking about some of the really important things that I do or some of the things that I do in my day and my week that help it just flow really easily and help me just to stay on track and not to pull out all my hair, even when I'm shuttling children to two different sports and running back and forth 
and trying to go to the store <laughs> and then put in three or four hours of work a day. So here are five habits that keep me organized and help me stay on top of my day and my week. So if you want to grab a piece of paper or a notebook or something like that, go ahead and grab that and definitely drink some coffee or some water, stay hydrated. And also if you are driving, definitely don't write anything down, but you also might want to use the app on your phone as in notes. I know what I love to do is use that all the time to write down sermons or other things because I just love to have a place to put everything. And I find that if I put it in a notebook or on a piece of paper, then I lose it and then it's gone. But if I put it in the notes section of my phone, I can easily copy it. I can send it to a friend. I can email it to myself. I can print it, all the things, and it's already there. So FYI. Okay, here we go. Let's dive in. Number one, my number one habit in staying organized is to get up early. I know you've heard it said before, this is not a new thing, but it allows me time to wake up and just to get in front of my day before everything comes rushing at you. Whether you go and work out, that's what I love to do because I hate mornings and I don't want to have to think about anything. And so I just leave the house and work out, but I enjoy it. By the time I'm done moving my body, my mind is awake and I'm ready to go. Or you might want to get up early and go spend some quality time with God. Go grab your Bible, have a little basket or a set of stuff that maybe it's your Bible and some fun highlighters or a notebook, or I know I read, she reads truth. So just have whatever devotional or whatever thing you are doing, either already in your spot with a cozy blanket and like a warm cup of coffee in the morning where you can look out a window and see the beauty of God's creation, maybe as the sun comes up. Or maybe you want to do that later. I know for me, I would fall asleep if I sat there all cozy. <laughs> so that's why I do my devotion after I get home. But for you, it might work really well. The goal in getting up early is just to get in front of your day. Your day will go so much better if you wake up early before your kids and before everything else hits you. It just allows your brain to kind of ease into the day. It's kind of like if you were doing a workout routine and you stretched before you started working out and you did kind of a warm up. It's that warm up for your day where you're just starting to move. You're just trying to get some coffee or some water. You're just trying to get things going and your blood flowing before all the things, before children come in and start yelling at you to where you have to make lunches and breakfast and snacks and all the things and get everybody out the door and everybody to school. So it just helps you mentally to take a deep breath. I know it is difficult to get up early. I am not, as I said, a morning person. So that's why I go to the gym because I know I need to be there by a certain time. And so I can't oversleep. I can't say five more minutes, five more minutes, five more minutes, or else I'm not going to make it. 
So for me, that helps, but find what helps for you, whether it's an alarm clock, whether it's having your coffee maker downstairs go off at a certain time and make you coffee so that it's all ready to go and you know that that coffee is ready or whatever it might be. Maybe you have a pet that wakes you up at 5 a.m. and wants to snuggle, hopefully not a child. (laughs) You can go and sit somewhere quiet and do your devotional. But get up early. Number two, the second habit of being organized is to plan ahead. Now, I know this is not new either, but make sure you plan ahead. The more that you can plan out your week, plan out your day, you won't be running in circles and you won't be wasting your time and you won't feel out of control because you will know that what's coming next. So for example, like planning out your work block, if you know, okay, I have three hours on Monday, two hours on Tuesday, and one hour on Wednesday. Knowing what you're going to do for those exact minutes during your work block is so crucial. And to know, okay, I'm starting my work block at 10 o'clock and I have until 12 and then I have to do this appointment and then I'm going to go meet these people and I have to pick up my kids. So knowing, okay, I have those two hours. What am I going to do during those two hours? sitting down to your work block and already having everything scheduled out. So knowing, okay, I'm going to work on these two things during this time. This one thing should take me about 20 minutes. This other thing should take me about 30. And then the rest of the time I'm going to be working on X, Y, Z, right? So you have that already mapped out and you can have it mapped out either in a planner. You can have it mapped out on a to-do list. You can have it mapped out in software. There's amazing software that I use, MindMeister or MeisterTask, and you can move different cards around. You can say, here's a job and then list the things underneath them. You can time yourself, all those cool things. But maybe that's just too much. Maybe you just want to know, okay, during this work block, what am I going to get done? Grab a piece of paper and write out the three things or the four things that you're going to get done. And then know when you sit down, this is what you're going to do. I highly suggest if you don't have any kind of software that you are using, like task mapping software, to then put it in your planner and plan it out. Because at least there you'll have it in one spot. So put it in your planner, map out, okay, from this time to this time, I'm gonna be working on these three things. Draw an arrow to some space in your planner that has free space and write down one, two, three, and what you're going to be working on. So plan ahead. And maybe this involves meals, planning meal prep and planning out meals ahead of time. But the more things that you can plan ahead in your day and your week, the more organized you will be, the more on top of things you will be, the less stressed you will be. I know for us, we take a minute and we say, okay, what does our week look like? We take a piece of paper and we write down every day and we say, okay, this day we have this going on. This day you're going to be in the office. So we'll need a quick meal when you come back home. This day, perhaps we're going out in the evening. So we need this. This day, a child has a basketball game. So we'll need this. So it's just kind of looking at your week and knowing, okay, mapping out 
what you're going to eat which day and what days you need a fast meal and maybe what days you have a little extra time because you don't have anything going on that evening. You have more time to cook or prep something for the next day. Now this can be like making we have several options that we do. Sometimes we make extra one night and then we have it as leftovers, or sometimes we keep some things on hand and then just pull those out of the freezer, heat them up and you're good to go. Or some days we've planned ahead of what we're going to make and we make something new every day. So it just depends on our week and how things are rolling. But to plan ahead is so crucial. I highly suggest planning ahead. So number one is getting up early. Number two is planning ahead. Number three is clean surfaces. This is kind of decluttering and tidying and having a home for all your things. So making sure that you are taking the time five to 10 minutes to just pick up, maybe that's after breakfast, maybe that's after lunch, but just to mentally take a minute, five or 10 minutes, pick up things, tidy things up and put things away. Because highly organized people, you also are thinking about so much on your brain that the more clean and clear spaces you have, the more your brain looks at those things And this is just subconscious. It looks at clear, easy spaces and you are less stressed and feel more organized. If all the spaces you see and all the countertops you see have stuff all over them, your brain is going to feel very unorganized and very stressed out. So the more you can just take a few minutes and tidy up things and put things away, the better. You can pick maybe two, maybe three times that you kind of tidy up your house. I typically do it after I drop my kids off at school. I come back home because it's always a race to get them out the door, right? So when I come back home, I know I have five to 10 minutes before I grab breakfast and those kind of things to go ahead and tidy up, take a minute, walk through the house, put things away, put things back, make sure things are tidied and then go about my day. And then usually after dinner, we kind of do another round of tidying up. And at that point after dinner, I tidy up the kitchen and grab all the laundry and throw in a whole load of laundry because our children have usually taken showers and are all finished and done. And it's a nice way to kind of reset the house in the evening. Now that may work for you, or maybe you have two or three times you want to tidy the house in just taking 15 minutes. This is not a long thing. This is a five, 10 minute thing. When we had younger kids and they were home, I used to tidy up right after lunch because then they had nap time and it was all nice and quiet. And so I loved having everything tidied up. And so they would clean up their toys and I would clean up the kitchen. And by the time we all got everybody finished, it would be nap time. But they definitely helped when they were home. So that's just another thought is to... Number three is to have clean surfaces that will keep you more organized and more happy. So number one for the five habits of highly organized people, number one is to get up early. Number two is to plan ahead. Whatever you can plan ahead helps. Number three is having clean surfaces. Number four is having routines and habits. 
So the more that you have routines and habits, it gives your brain a break and it reminds your subconscious what comes next in your day. This can be a morning routine, maybe your work routine, an afternoon routine, or an evening routine. So in the morning, you usually have a routine of how you do things and you kind of flow into that rhythm. And that takes out a lot of the guesswork if you're thinking, what am I doing next? Did I remember everything? What are all the steps to getting out the door? So if you just flow in that rhythm, that morning rhythm, I always get my coffee here and then I grab this and then we get these things and then we get in the car. You're much likely to be a little bit more organized, a little less stressed more relaxed. The same thing in your work routine. Maybe you have a specific thing that you do at the first couple minutes of your work routine or how you schedule that out or an afternoon routine or even an evening routine. I would say the most important one here is either your work routine or your evening. As far as your family, I would say our evening routine is the most important because it kind of sets the stage for getting ready for bed and for relaxing and for mentally adjusting to the end of a work day. For us, routines are the key, especially the evening routine. And we have some really fun things that we do in the evening. My husband loves to read books to our kiddos. So we have that in our evening routine. He is currently reading the Lord of the Rings. So that's fun to hear him read and he reads the Bible. So he'll read, he's reading straight through the Bible. So he'll read a verse, couple, well, a couple chapters, and then they'll talk about it. And then he'll read the Hobbit and then they kind of talk about it. And then they head to bed. And what I love to do is warm up. They have several blankets that they love sleeping with. And so I throw them all in the dryer just for a couple minutes and get them all nice and super warm, especially when it's wintry and kind of cold. And so then I toss them on all my kids who have just had showers and are a little cold and they love these warm blankets. And so they cuddle up and read. And um, they love just reading their own books. And then at some point, my husband has to stop them and they all read together. So that's part of our evening routine and getting them ready in the evening time for bed. And it's just a really fun part of the evening routine and kind of settles everybody. Everybody knows, okay, it's time to settle, settle into just reading and being nice and calm. And we try to keep things really low key as far as no electronics and no jumping around and no sugar and just like calm and all down so that they can easily jump right in bed. And then their mind is also calming down because of that routine. They know subconsciously when they start brushing their teeth when they start putting on their jammies and taking a shower and that kind of thing, they know subconsciously it's time to wind down. And so it just helps you. The same thing goes for us. When it's time to brush your teeth, your body realizes, okay, it's time. This is part of the evening routine. This is part of what I do when I'm getting ready. So having routines and habits is really key. So this is five things that highly organized people do. Now, remember, these are a lot of things. I just want to remind you. So 
if you just take one of these five and work on it, that is more than enough. But I just wanted to give you these extra tools to think about and kind of to use to reframe and to kind of get in the habit of doing. But if you are overwhelmed, don't be overwhelmed. Just pick one of these five to work on. Number one was getting up early. Number two is planning ahead. Number three is having clean surfaces. Number four is having routines and habits. And number five is saying no. This one is especially important because we don't realize how important margin is in our day to have balance between work and rest. And there's so much in our culture that uplifts busyness. <laughs> it's, it's such like this, I don't want to say idle, but it's looked upon as a positive thing, as a good thing to be so super busy or exhausted and you're tired all the time. But it's really important to say no to things and to build in margin. I think being married to an introvert, especially as an extrovert, I have learned that it's not super important to do all the things. People do not care if you're at the things all the time. And sometimes you just need time to recharge and be at home and to rest. So building in margin and saying no to things is very important. So like scheduling in margin, for example, like this weekend, we're getting over colds. And last weekend we were gone for part of the weekend. And then we had a full week with school, with work, with sports and all the things. So I know this weekend, our kids are just done. They've already crashed <laughs> and they just need to be at home. So taking time this weekend to be really low key and to say no to extra activities, to say no to extra play dates, to say no to people coming over. I know it sounds kind of sad as an extrovert, but I know that my family just needs to recharge. So it's kind of being mindful of when you're saying yes to things and when you need to recharge, you need to say no. This also is super important if you get asked to volunteer for things because oftentimes I know I feel really guilty if I'm not helping out or I'm not the room parent or there's things I would love to do, but I have to realize how that's going to impact my family, how that's going to impact our rest, how that's going to impact what we are going to be doing that next week. So to plan downtime, to plan margin into your day and your week is really important. So say no. Now, one quick thing I have heard that is super helpful. I try to remember when I say no, because I hate saying no, but it's like a sandwich or a hamburger that you spread it out with one very nice compliment and then you say no in the middle, and then you say another compliment. You do not have to say an excuse for why you're saying no, but you say something very nice at the beginning. Like, thank you so much for inviting me. That was very sweet, and I'm very honored that you would think of me. I'm sorry, but I'm not going to be able to make it. You don't have to say why. You can just say, I'm sorry, we're not going to be able to make it. I hope you have a great evening and that it is really fun. And then you're done. 
You don't have to make excuses to why or why not. You don't even have to say you're doing something else or all kinds of things. Even if you don't want to come, you don't have to make excuses. You can just clearly say, I can't make it. I can't come. I'm not coming. (laughs) Instead of making up these reasons of why. So remember to say no when you need to. These habits are really big ones, but they're so key to being organized. So number one is to get up early, allow time to wake up and get in front of your day. Number two is to plan ahead. Do as many things as you can do to plan ahead, whether that be your week or your day. The more things you can plan ahead, the more you will feel on top of things. Number three, to have clean services so mentally you feel more organized, you can find things and that you just feel more on top of your day. Number four is routines and habits. Those will keep you on that straight path throughout your day, following those routines and habits and get you to the end of your day in an organized, unstressed manner. Number Five is saying no. Make sure you hold on to that margin in your day and your week. Say no if you need to. Don't be afraid. Don't be shy. That person's not going to hate you forever. But say no when you need to and be mindful of your time. Oh, it is my hope that this podcast has blessed you and encouraged you and given you practical tools that you can use every day to save time and to help you balance work and family is hard as a mom. And so my prayer for you is just to give you some of these little tips and tricks so that you can have an amazing day. Now go have a busy, vibrant day. And if you remember, come hang out with us in the Facebook group, Home Management for Working Moms. We'd love to see you over there and find out what is working for you. Did this podcast bless you? Did you learn something new? Did this podcast encourage you? Please leave our mom a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it blessed you, encouraged you, or challenged you in some new way that is helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs community too. I also would love if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave me a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know that you are actually enjoying the show and that it is blessing you. Plus, it makes me happy to hear from you. Come on over to our free community, birdmichelle.com and grab your free gifts. I have free productivity programs and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses or connecting. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode. 